Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 243, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? Um, I'm, I'm about to catch up on all the NFL uh, right here, right now, on this episode. I, dude, I've just been so busy lately, man. Um, I can't sit down to even watch my Cowboys play. Not, I didn't even see a snap uh, Sunday. It was just, you know, it's been hectic lately. I'm still doing this landscaping project, you know, little side project I, I started. You know, you got to complete that before you move on to something else. Um, and on top of that, my band, uh, if, if you don't know, is working on six songs. We're going to release six songs soon, um, which I'm super excited about. And I actually really liked um, the way we did it this time. I like that we... We put thing, you know, just like extra backup vocals, extra guitars, just extra things in there that, you know, later on we can cut out if it just doesn't fit anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's better to have, it's better to go into the studio and, and have to cut things out than be like, well, I need to record that bass part again. Cause then, you know, you got to set up all the fucking mics again. You got to get the bass at the right, you know, it just sucks. I guess the bass you go direct in, so that's maybe a little bit easier. Maybe for something like guitar, you know, that'd be hard. Uh, so we've been working on that. Uh, just a lot of back and forth, just trying to get the sounds right. Um, and, and on top of all of that, you know, just working my regular job, you know. So I just, I just really haven't had a lot of time on the weekends or anything. Um, scoreboard watching for sure. Um, I just don't, I don't know who won. I don't know who won week two. I know my Cowboys won by three. <laughs> um, but I'll take it, you know. Um, what am I drinking tonight, by the way? I hadn't even said. I didn't complain about this a single time last week. Oh, excuse me. Uh, my, my twisted tea. I'm having another one. You know, I was thinking about it after the episode. I'm like, you know what? I downed that whole thing without a, the, you know, without a cringe you know, or like, uh, you know, you got to kind of set like, um, one of those things, a uh, steel reserve, you get to the bottom of that fucker and you're just like forcing yourself to suck the rest of it down. <laughs> you know, this thing went down smooth. So I got another one, a uh, twisted tea, which actually I guess is tea and, and liquor. It combines two of my favorite things. If you got them drinking bottoms up, cheers, everybody. Um, okay. So who's playing? Um, Vikings and Eagles. Okay, Monday Night Football. Is that the only game tonight? Vikings, Eagles? Vikings, Eagles, Vikings, Eagles. I don't care. I don't care. Is there any way they can both lose? Is there any way they could both lose that would make me so happy? Um, Vikings, I guess that's the only game. Uh, Monday Night game tonight. Um, so let's go around the NFL. Pew, pew, pew. I don't know why I do that. Uh, the, the laser noise. Um, okay. American football conference, the AFC, as it might be known <laughs> is, uh, uh, you got the dolphins at two and oh, the bills at one. Did they already have a bye week? The jets at one and one. Okay. I got to see who the jets played. Oh, they lost. Okay. They already won week one. They beat the Browns and now they lost the Ravens. Um, Patriots one and one. That's the AFC East. AFC West. You got Chiefs at two and zero. Oh. Chargers one and one. Broncos one and one. Raiders. The Oakland fucking Raiders at zero oh and two. Oh two and zero. Oh. You gotta start saying zero, Chris. Stop saying oh. 
Um, AFC North, you got the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, um, Bengals, Bengals. Uh, one and one. Everybody's one and one except the Bengals. Bengals. Um, they're zero and two. <laughs> and the AFC South. Look at this. Somebody's on the top. World beaters up here. Jaguars <laughs> with a win and a loss. Texans with a loss and a tie. Colts with a loss and a tie. Titans with just a loss. Okay, so Titans had a bye week too. Um, look at those Dolphins. You know, I'm not into rooting for other teams, but hey, you know. If you've been bad for that long, I kind of root for the underdog. Uh, NFC East, that's my division. Um, Giants 2-0. Okay, who did the Giants play, though? The Titans. And the Panthers. What a fucking easy schedule. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, they'll get theirs. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll have to play at least a couple of hard teams. 2-0 uh, Giants. 1-0. 1-0 Eagles. 1-1 and zero commanders one one and zero cowboys um okay so the eagles are above everybody because they don't have a loss yet i guess um points four forty oh dude cowboys just oh my god just in our division alone the top team has 40 points four and we only have 23 we played two games oh my god that's gonna be our biggest fucking issue right there uh nfc west you got the 49ers at 1 and 1, the Rams at 1 and 1, the Cardinals at 1 and 1 and the Seahawks at 1 and 1. Hey, that's the division to watch right there. How competitive is that? Uh only 2 weeks in. <laughs> uh NFC North, you got the Vikings, the Packers, Lions, the Bears, Vikings, Eagles. Vikings, Eagles, who gives a shit? Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd pick the fucking Vikings to beat the damn Eagles. Um, I don't have a finishing line, so let's just move on. Uh, NFC South, the Buccaneers at 2-0. and The Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Saints 1-1. One one. Panthers 0-2. Falcons 0-2. Um, I just, dude, you're just, as a Falcons fan, you just gotta hate yourself. You know? Like, it, I just keep seeing all these memes. I'm not watching the game or anything. You know, I'm not a Falcons fan. I don't pay attention. But just the memes are overwhelming. <laughs> you know, it's like, what was, it was like a Breaking Bad little gif video, you know. That makes me sound old, doesn't it? Gif video. You don't have to say video, Grandpa, after you say gif. <laughs> uh, the gif where it's like Breaking Bad. And the captions, uh, you know, he's like mixing the fucking shit to make the shit. And it says, as the caption, it's like uh, the Falcons concocting a plan to break their heart, uh, break their fans' hearts worse than ever. Some shit like that. Pretty fucking fun. So, I mean, I don't even have to watch the games. I, I know that the Falcons are just like getting up by a bunch of scores and just shitting the bed. You know, uh, let's take another drink real quick. As they stomp the yard upstairs. Um, as they bring it on upstairs. As they um, step it up upstairs, right? I must be recording a movie about dancing upstairs. I wonder what the beef's all about. I wonder why they're fighting. I wonder why they're dance battling. Anyways, um, oh, dude, I have to say this, though. Speaking of football, 
as as we all know, you know, Tom Brady, the GOAT, um, there will never be another like him. He's actually flipping out on the sidelines. I think teams are finally trying to, not trying to, they're finally starting to figure out a uh, little bit of how to contain him. He looked frustrated as fuck from what I saw. I can't remember who they're playing. Um, did I even read off the Lions? I've been th- I've had the Lions on my mind. Where are the Lions at? Okay, Vikings, Packers, Lions. Okay, I did say them. Yeah, the Lions got a delicious victory. Oh, no, they didn't. They beat the Commanders and lost to the Eagles. You fuckers. I thought you guys were going to win that fucking game. What happened? <laughs> God. Um, yeah. All right, Lions shitting the bed. It was the week one hype. So, you know, if the fans want, you know, fought after a win in week one, what do you think happened after that loss in week two? Just a riot. <laughs> uh, but there's nothing to burn down, Chris. It's Detroit. Okay, take it easy. Um, anyways. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, Falcons just, I mean, it doesn't take a lot to just know that they're they're not a good team. You know, you just have to look at the internet and it'll tell you they're just not a good team. Okay, so Tom Brady, as we all know, uh, just one of the GOATs. How old is he? 46 years old, still playing in the NFL. Just fucking incredible. You know, and, and he is throwing tablets on the sideline. He is getting frustrated. <laughs> People are saying his home life, you know, his wife is just on his case that's why he's just so frustrated lately um but you know i I think teams are just figuring out what he's doing a little bit more you know uh they know it's coming from him you know it's it's like he kind of showed his cards a little bit you know it's like when he was in um massachusetts (laughs) or new england yeah you didn't know which fucker was you know causing the you know chaos you didn't know if it was tom brady you didn't know if it was Belichick, you know, you, you didn't know who to look at. It's like, okay, they're just, you know, you, you might outthink Tom Brady on the field, but you're not going to outthink Belichick. And the coach might outthink Belichick on the other sideline, but they're not going to outthink Tom Brady. So it's like a dual threat, you know? So it's like now that the league knows it's all coming from old Tommy's brain, you know, I doubt the coach is telling him much of anything. I mean, you've been in the league that long, 46 years old. What the fuck can you tell me? <laughs> have you seen my super? Like, that's how the meetings have to go. Well, Tom, we're going to need you to run the ball more. And he just holds up his hand with his fucking rings. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do it your way. Okay. Um, just incredible, though. I do, I do want to praise him. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, are you praising or insulting, Chris? Uh, I think I'm praising. I'm trying to praise. But, uh, you know, just one of the greatest. I don't think we'll ever see anything like this probably in my fucking lifetime, dude. Like, the the amount of years he's dominated. You know, the teams that had to take him out, actually two NFC East teams, (laughs) the Giants and the Eagles, ironically enough, uh, for me, you know. uh, Other than that, I mean, he's just the fucking man. If you beat Tom Brady in the fucking Super Bowl, you I mean, you feel like you've won more than the Super Bowl. You beat the God at this fucking game. You know? Um, but it is incredible, man, just that he's aging. And he can still play the game. He can still call the plays. You know, he's got the offensive line to protect him, help, you know, take away some of that damage. He, you know, I mean, it would take one good fucking shot 
and you know that might end you know might end his career the fucking 350 pound man trying to kill you and take your head off yeah it could end his career now would you want to be the guy that ended Tom Brady's career by just crushing him by sacking him or it's like I don't I don't want to be known as that guy you know I took out one of the greatest I took out a legend I mean, I'm sure there's headhunters out there that would love to do that, but, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do that. And that's why you don't play in the NFL, Chris. You don't have that killer football instinct. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but we've shown some light on Tom Brady and his accomplishments. And just getting up there in age and still playing this game where people are trying to basically murder you on the field is incredible. But I have to point some light. I have to show a lot of light uh, over to the NHL, over to Joe Thornton. Uh, playing for the Panthers last season, he is a free agent from what I've heard, um, ready to be picked up by any NHL team. And this man is 43 years old. And practically, unless you're in the NHL world, you're not talking about Joe Thornton. You don't even know who the fuck Joe Thornton is. But uh, for my money... Out of the two, Tom Brady versus Joe Thornton, 46 versus 43. Joe Thornton is by far just the superior athlete. The super, I mean, just the game is just different. When you go on the ice, you don't have an O-line to block for you. <laughs> you know, any, any of those players on that other side can take a run at you. Now, I think it is the same thing uh, to where they do have respect for jo- uh, Joe, Jumbo Joe. And they're not going to take a run at him to try to end his career. Why would you do that at the end of his fucking career? You would just immediately be a goddamn villain to the whole... I mean, if somebody did that to Joe Thornton, just like took him out, ended his career this season, I would hate that fucking person for the rest of my goddamn life. I don't care who they played for. Even if they played for us, Dallas Stars, I would be fucking furious. Because it's like he's made it this far. Don't fuck him up. You know what I mean? I understand hockey is a rough game. And football is a rough game, too. Um, But, you know, show some respect. Um, Let him just hang in there, man, like as long as he can. It's incredible. For my money, like I said, Joe Thornton is just miles ahead. And, And that's saying something because Tom Brady's won so many fucking rings, but it's not the same game. You know what I mean? Like I said, there's just different things. So where, you know, Tom Brady has the O line. To protect him from getting hit, you know, they'll buy you fucking steak dinner if you don't let him get a sack all game or take a sack all game. Um, you know, I just say Joe Thornton is just the the stronger player, just overall. The hockey is just a more grueling um game. There's no protection. Like I said, he's got teammates, but there's nobody blocking for him. If he's coming down the ice with his head down, somebody's gonna smack him. And that's a big man to smack, but still, you know, like, I'm just wondering, like, the equivalent of the position. Like, okay, Tom Brady, quarterback, O-line. What would be Joe Thornton if he played football? What would be his position? Because it's something that's going to take a lot of contact. So I'm thinking running back, wide receiver, um, possibly even one of the offensive or defensive lines because they're smacking each other every single play. You know, they're clashing every single play. Um, but 
you know, I, I just don't know. I can't put my finger on what Joe would be, what what position Joe would play. Um, but out of the two, man, I, he's definitely the fucking the the tougher of the two. You know, and I'm, I'm not just saying that because Brady was throwing tablets on the sideline, acting like a little bitch. You know, when things aren't going his way, I'm just saying, just for the position, just for the sport itself. And I'm not saying dudes that play football aren't fucking tough. They absolutely are. Romo's one of my favorite all-time players. Playing with a broken fucking rib, like, that's fucking legendary, bro. Like, <laughs> that's some tough guy shit. You know what I mean? Like, and as, for t- as tough as that is, man, I still, you know, hockey's just a rougher game. I mean, it's every single play you have a chance of getting you cleaned out, you know, especially if it's a fucking crucial game, especially if it's a fucking playoff game. But, you know, uh, cheers to both guys. I I shouldn't have made the comparison, maybe, because it's, 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 you know, maybe like apples to oranges. They're just different sports. But um, it's just amazing. I wonder if they're friends. I would love for Tom Brady and Joe Thornton to be friends. Just to have that old guy like, we're still in the fucking, like, club. You know what I mean? Uh, let's take another drink. All right. Um, we got some um, cocktail recommendations for you guys tonight. These are coming from the Svedka website, which I actually, I've never been on this website before. But I really like it. Like, it's interactive. It's really fun. Like, there's a lot of shit to do on here. Like, I clicked a crystal ball earlier. That was neat. Um, oh, there it is. Tap the crystal ball to see your cocktail future. That's fucking cool, dude. I like this so much. Oh, weren't you clicking cocktails, though? Summer cocktails. How about that? All right, so here we go. Um, we're going to go with the fusion flavors portion of this. This is called the Svedka Mango Tango. Here's what you're going to need. Two parts Svedka Mango Pineapple Vodka. One part simple syrup. Two part lemon wedge. I'm sorry, two lemon wedges. Two parts. Uh, two lime wedges. Here's how the hell you make it. Muddle the lemon and the lime wedges in a cocktail shaker. Add Svedka Mango Pineapple Vodka. Simple syrup and ice. Shake vigorously and pour into a rocks glass. That's the Svedka Mango Tango. Uh, this one is called the Water Lily. These are all from their web- website, svedka.com. Uh, what you're going to need for the Water Lily is one and a half parts ve- Svedka Mango Pineapple, half part elderflower liqueur, three-fourths part fresh lemon juice, half part simple syrup or one teaspoon sugar dissolved in fresh lemon juice, Uh, I'm guessing the acidity from the lemon juice breaks down that simple sugar, uh, table sugar, I mean. Uh, And a lemon twist for garnish. Here's how the hell you make it. Build in a cocktail shaker, shake and strain into chilled martini glass. Garnish with lemon twist. That's the water lily from Svedka.com, S-V-E-D-K-A. Sam, Veronica, Eric, Derek, um, Kyle, Alfred. In case you didn't know how to spell Svetka. Uh, so what are we going to go with? Like, you know what? Let's do both of them. Why not? Um, this is called Svetka Main Squeeze. I love that name. That's awesome. 
One part Svetka, strawberry lemonade vodka, one part tonic water or club soda, two fresh strawberries sliced, a squeeze of lemon. Here's how the hell you make it. Pour Svetka, strawberry, lemonade, vodka, and tonic water into rocks glass filled with ice. Add squeeze of lemon to taste and stir. Garnish with sliced strawberries. Uh, Svetka main squeeze. Let's go ahead and do the strawberry electric lemonade to end things for the drink recommendations. Uh, you're going to need... Two parts Vecca strawberry lemonade vodka. I mean, that's half of it right there, isn't it? Half part blue curacao or curacao, however the hell you say it. Half part pineapple juice. Half part fresh lemon juice and a lemon wheel for garnish. Here's how the hell you make it. Add all ingredients in the blender, saving half a cup crushed ice for last. Blend at high speed for five seconds. Pour into hurricane slash pilsner glass. Um, garnish with the lemon wheel. That's it. Strawberry Electric Lemonade. All of those drink recommendations are on Svedka.com if you want to look them up. As always, don't drink and drive. Don't be a fucking moron. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. If you can't afford the Uber, just stay your ass home and drink. You know, don't affect anybody else's life for your choice. Uh, if you got them drinking, bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. All right. Uh, three fucking, oh my god, dude. I couldn't miss the other night watching these stand-up specials on Netflix. Um, which Netflix I will password share with whoever the fuck I want, by the way. <laughs> I don't care if you know about it. Um, so the three stand-up uh, specials that I watched are all brand new. I watched Joe Coy. I watched the new Cat Williams, World War Three, And... Uh, oh, Jim Gaffigan. I watched Jim Gaffigan. And, and all three, I just couldn't miss, dude. Jim Gaffigan. You know, this is my third for the night. For my third comedy special for the night. You know, I already watched Joe Coy. I already watched Cat Williams. And, and now I'm moving on to Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan had me fucking howling in the first five minutes of the special. He's so fucking good. And I actually see the growth. Like, a lot of his stand-up shit... You know, just obviously used to be about food. That was one of his, like, blow-up stand-up specials. You know, he's talking about Hot Pockets. You know, all that shit. Um, but he moved away from that, and I fucking loved it, dude. Um, he talked about so many other different topics other than food. And, you know, he called himself fat a couple of times, which, you know, will always get a cheap laugh. But um, I just love the growth, I, I, you know, for the most, I mean, it's just clean comedy and he's it, just pointing out just obvious shit that you never fucking thought about, you know, that's what makes a great comedian. You're like, you know what? I've never thought of it that way. That's a good point. Even though I'm laughing, it's still a good fucking point. So those are the three I recommend for you guys. Uh, the newest Joe Coy. If you guys don't know, the year is 2022. Um, <laughs> the newest Joe Coy. Why did you just insult the listeners, Chris? You basically just called them all stupid. Like they don't know what year it is. Why would you do that? I'm just joshing. You guys know that, right? Uh, so Joe Coy, the, the latest 2022. Um, Cat Williams, World War III 2022. And, and the newest Jim Gaffigan, man. Highly recommended. I didn't stop laughing for about fucking... I don't know. However long that was, I watched that. You know, it's actually on and off, too, because I can't just sit there for six hours at a time. I got to be doing shit around the house. 
you know, I, I had to run to the store at some point, so I had to, you know, just pause it and fucking come back to it. But, you know, once they get you in that first five minutes, and, and all three specials did, Joe Coy, I've never been a fan of. Not that I don't like him, I've just never heard him. Um, And this special, this latest, I, I fucking loved it. And hey, he actually taught me something, too. I didn't know um, m- Mexican people and... Um, He's not Taiwanese. What is he? Korean? Vietnamese? Ah, I can't fucking... But basically, like, whatever Asian culture Joe Koi is, there's apparently a lot of, like, Mexican blood in him, too. So it's like I didn't know that was a thing, but that's kind of cool, you know? Like, I can't remember which Asian country he's like... Ah, I suck at this. But anyways, just highly recommended, man. Um, The other thing... That I've just, I can't stop watching. I can't say, I'm, I'm using it like a podcast. It's on the History Channel. Well, it, it's actually on Hulu. And you just search uh, History Channel. It's called Ancient Top Ten. Or there's like greatest ancient warships and shit like that. Dude, I am so fucking hooked and fascinated by this show. Um, they just go through, and the thing that's mind-blowing about this, you know, the, this History Channel, this fucking ancient top 10 the thing that's crazy about it is you you know the the egyptians the romans all those people you kind of think like they did some impressive stuff but they were primitive you know um and the things they're revealing on this show are just like actually somehow in certain areas they're just more advanced than us and we can't figure out how how can you build something out of, you know, fucking sand and very, very Neanderthal-like, you know, we're going to use manpower to build this stuff and pull the trees from whatever, however they did it. Very, like, caveman style, old school. But there's other parts of it that, that are just fucking weird, dude. How, like, okay, there's one specific, it's called Core 7, or it's either Core 7 or Core 9, that actually came from the pyramids. And they can't figure out how they drilled this core out of, you know, so so just like picture like an apple core. You eat the whole apple, you're just left with the core, right? Well, basically what they're saying is like some sort of drill went up into one of these rocks, drilled out a perfect fucking cylinder core, and just it was kind of left there, you know, um, and discovered. And once we discovered that core... We're looking at it, we're, you know, putting it under computers, we're trying to figure out how the fuck did they do this way back then. Like, we have the technology to do something like this nowadays, but, like, thousands of years ago, like, how the fuck? And not only that, it's more fascinating that we can do this kind of stuff now, but we can't do it to the same degree as this one single core. That they found. That's in a museum now. They're like, we can't even duplicate this. We can make our own core. And, and, and the, the thing that they can't duplicate is how many rotations it takes to cut out this, I don't know, maybe it was a five or six inch core. How many rotations did it take for whatever machinery cut out this core? And our machines these days take like 30 to 50 rotations to cut out something 
six inches long and 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 for them they're i mean they they're not speculating they they can see the core drills they're saying it took them like 15 to 20 times around it so it's like okay they're more advanced at cutting that out than we are now how the fuck um it's just been fascinating man um i, I i'm loving this fucking show they they go through rome one of my favorite things was the uh Oh, uh, what's it called? Oh, it was a Korean ship. It actually saved Korea. Uh, it's called a turtle ship. And it's the first of its kind. Dude, I can't even tell you. It's probably built in like the fucking 1400s, dude. Did I write it down here? Oh, it's a Korean turtle ship, 16th century. Um, We're going to be talking about this the, uh, more the next couple of weeks. Just the this show. It's fucking insane, dude. And it's so fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, but it's the Korean turtle ship, 16th century. Um, it was basically Japan um, trying to take over Korea. You know, they wanted the land, the resources, whatever. And the way to do that was, you know, to sail out and fucking j- just take them over, destroy them. So I can't remember the Korean leader's name at the time, but they built statues for them. Um, because basically because of this idea he he came up with it saved their fucking nation dude literally this idea saved their nation uh so basically it was the first ironclad ship you know they had iron on the top they had rows of uh cannons on either side of the ship and basically like the ironclad had spikes on it so a lot of what the japanese would do would you know obviously be to get close to the ship board the ship take over the you know kill whoever they have to kill take over the ship now the ship's ours um so whenever people would try to board the ship they had these ironclad spikes and i mean it just fuck them up they would hide it under um hay you know so someone swinging from one ship to another trying to get on this turtle ship is in for a nasty fucking surprise you're going to land on a spike, probably going to injure yourself, if not kill yourself, you know. Um, but anyways, it basically just turned the tide of the battle. I mean, it was like their last ditch effort. The ruler of uh, Korea came up with this turtle ship and it fucking saved him. Dude, it, 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 it's touted as one of the most amazing naval battles in history ever, ever, ever. And, and this is the reason why. They were outnumbered 133 to 12 that's 30 to 1 there were 30 japanese ships to one turtle ship and the amazing thing about this was the 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 turtle ships just beat up the japanese ships so bad they eventually just turned and ran they couldn't board the ships they couldn't sink the ships they couldn't do anything and on top of that it's thought that out of the front, it was like a dragon's face, you know, out of the front of these turtle ships. Each turtle ship had a dragon face. It was thought that maybe it's possible that the very first, uh, six, in six, the 16th century, the very first chemical warfare was used. They say that some kind of mist would come out of the dragon's mouth and choke the other, you know, the Japanese and... You know, while they're simultaneously just drilling their boats with these fucking cannons on each side. It was just an impressive build. And it literally saved their nation. It saved the Korean nation. They damaged 90 of the Japanese ships and they sank 31. And not one single turtle ship sank. I mean, it's one of the best naval battles ever in history. 
Um, but we're going to talk a lot more, man. Uh, next week, man, I, I got to get into Archimedes. I really do. I thought I was going to talk about it this week, but Archimedes is just fucking impressive. Like, how you can have that force, you know, just that... It's almost like seeing into the future. These these inventors that come up with something that no one could fathom, but it, it like defends the city is just they were so beyond their time. Archimedes was so beyond his time. But we'll talk about that a little bit next week. Uh, I just had to say the Korean turtle ship. That was just too fucking cool, man. Um, so, yeah, look at that ancient top 10 or ancient warships. Um, on the History Channel on Hulu, or if you just have the History Channel. Uh, highly recommended, man. It's just fucking... I, I can't stop watching it. It's so addictive. It's so addictive. You wouldn't believe... the uh, uh, One of the things, before I go, one of the things they had way back in Roman times, which we just think of as a modern idea, was a fucking cruise ship. Uh, I think it was Caligula. He wanted, like, the biggest fucking cruise ship. It had... Um, irrigation on there for the plants. It had fucking a pool. It had bathing rooms. It had, I mean, heated floors, bro. It had heated floors way back then. Heated floors on a boat. So you get on this boat and it's like a luxury cruise. Um, you wouldn't want to get on there with Caligula because he was psychotic, but <laughs> you know, I mean, for the time you were alive on the boat, it would have been like my feet are fucking warm. How is this happening? It used the engine. I'm sorry, not the engine. Um, what was... Oh, I, I think it had some sort of, like, maybe furnace or something, and it basically just used that to pump the warm air up through the floor. Dude, it's fucking incredible. You don't think of that shit when you think of the ancient world, you know? Um, give me one second. I got, I got a phone call coming in. Hold on. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Um... Thank you guys for listening. Episode, whatever episode this is. What is it? 243. Drink it till you podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's down these. Let's call it a night. Cheers, everybody. I'm not mad at you, Twisted Tea. Other than my teeth hurting now because it's so cold. Ow. Anyways, that's going to do it for me for the night. I'll talk to you guys soon. I love you all. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Bye.